Hello, and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Johnson, and I'm coming to you from the coast of Maine. In my work as a life coach for the last 15 years, as well as in my personal life, I keep coming back to seeing the beauty of what unfolds when we each uniquely find our way back to a place of love. Love can get us through the most painful moments. It can give us the freedom to grow, the courage to change. And love can also lead us to a whole lot of peace, joy, and possibility. So let's see what happens in us, in our life, and in our world when we listen in to what love says. and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. This is Elizabeth and I'm really looking forward to the conversation we're about to have today. The uh, beautiful being who's joining us today is is a loved one, someone I've known for I think almost 10 years. We connect, I feel like in so many ways and no matter how our paths kind of ebb and flow, I feel like we always end up coming back to each other and being a part of each other's support system. She is, you'll hear it in in just a minute, but she is just a person who inspires me to remember the bigger picture, inspires me to remember the possibilities in this world, and also really inspires me and makes me feel safe enough to be really human and keep like working on and being honest about that part. And so today we're going to talk all about love and being human. And so I would like to welcome to the podcast, the beautiful Mercedes Vasquez. Mercedes, welcome. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for that loving welcome. You are also an inspiration to me and it's an honor to be here with you today. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I feel like we should tell tell everyone right off the bat that we've been we've been riding some tech tech issues, yes. not thinking it was gonna happen today. And what I love though is, you know, one of the first things we both said to each other without prompting the other was, is it a sign? Are we meant to do <laughs> So I think, but um, I think we're meant to do it today. And here we are. And here we are. Here we are. So the first question, um, yeah, I just wanted to dive kind of right into is when you feel the most love within, like when do Mm. you feel the most love within yourself? That's a great question. And recently I've been actually pondering that because I've decided to take an interesting journey in life, one that I haven't chosen, but one that has left me feeling really um, supported and loved as I decided to to uh, take on the role of caregiver for my mom. And so doing that, I realized that many may think of that as a sacrifice, but for me, that was out of pure love. Um, she is someone who I adore. She's my mother. <laughs> I, not, I know not everyone has a wonderful relationship with their parents, but I've always looked up to her and there's always been such um, reverence and respect towards her. Um, and in taking care of her now, in now being kind of her parent, I realize that it's not so much love, but unconditional love. Mm. 
because there are moments where I have to be or I'm confronted with my humanness and it's not always pretty or I'm confronted with her humanness and there's times where where her humanity where I lose um my my um focus <laughs> I lose my focus I lose my temper I I have moments where I feel like god what are you testing what are what are these challenges why am I going through this and it's my love for her and my love for just another person unconditionally that has me still um doing what I do and I feel that a lot of my journey of who I am and how I show up and all the experiences that I've had has led me up led me to this point where I can now give to someone else in need unconditionally uh. It's so beautiful. And you know what's so interesting is I I was just with a friend last night who was talking actually about becoming a new mom. Mm. And one of the things she was sharing, it's just interesting as you're talking about, again, stepping into that chapter, right? Where you are your mother's keeper, her caregiver, her, her support. But what my friend was saying was that she's never felt so much love and like almost like this um, infusion of being herself in a way she's never been because even though it's a sacrifice, right? Like even though it feels like a sacrifice, it's not a sacrifice because it's like this invitation. I'm paraphrasing now, right? But, Mm -hmm. and so it's just this interesting moment. I know we'll talk about this more in other parts of the conversation today, but where our mind or our ego or the outside, an outside someone may perceive it as a sacrifice and yet the invitation to again, like deepen the love, right? Or experience the love or experience a capacity in ourselves. Do you feel like your, the love with your mom has deepened? How, just how has it grown in this new chapter, right? That you've been in for a little bit now. It has definitely grown. Yes. And it's been a while. It's been about two years now. Mm -hmm. And I love how you um, shared that about the infusion of love and the invitation to go deeper, because that's exactly how it feels like. It's like an opportunity. Um, I've always said and believe that I am a soul, that we're all souls here having a human experience, right? And, you know, what we experience is what we chose to come and experience. And being an empath, I know that I can feel deeply, but I'm also learning how to kind of like protect myself and, and have healthier boundaries and uphold those boundaries. And in this new role, I've realized that not only am I learning boundaries with family and friends and how my mom used to be, how my mom shows up now, but I'm also learning more about myself and how I show up. And, you know, when I have a moment where I have like a, a temper tantrum or a moment where I'm about to lose it, how I can be kind to myself and allow myself to be like, okay, I had a moment. This is, yes. this is hard. This is a lesson. And from there... I'm able to love myself more too, Mm -hmm. as well as love the person I'm caring for. Yes. 
because yes. I have to, I have to be good to myself because this is, you know, we're, we all experience challenges and it's so hard. I mean, it's so easy to go into blame or victimhood or self-deprecation when things don't go our way or when yes. we have disappointments in life or when we're frustrated. And this time has taught me how to be kinder, how to be loving to myself. Of course, it helps to have coaches, amazing coaches like yourself who remind me that of that. But at the same time, I have um, the opportunity, the invitation, as you mentioned, to explore what it is to be forgiving towards self yes. and more compassionate. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. So I, I want to ask you like four other questions about that, <laughs> but I, we'll go we'll go kind of where we're going and then we'll circle back. Um, I, I was going to ask you next, and again, it could be connected to this, but uh, what, what triggers you? Again, I love you sharing about those moments of tantrum. I love, again, you are one of the people in my life who shares as honestly about your humanity as you do about the power and grace of your divinity. You just do. And it, again, every time, it, it again, talk about an invitation, right? It invites me to remember. It's like normalizing that, right? It's. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, yeah, about what triggers you the most, it doesn't have to be the most, but one of the things that <laughs> triggers you the most in your personal life and, and then how you do come back to love in those moments. Ooh, that's a good one. So I guess what triggers me the most, um, is, and this is, I'm going to use my most recent example because I think a lot of us, I mean, there are many things that can trigger all of us and usually it stems from some deeper wound. But recently I, I noticed that what triggers me is seeing someone act out of integrity um, or someone who um, I've witnessed be act in, very entitled and, and not considerate of other people. And maybe it's because I'm too considerate of other people and I'm very compassionate. And as I mentioned, an empath. And so I'm always thinking of the other. Mm -hmm. So when I come across someone who doesn't, who's more in this selfish uh, mindset, which there's nothing wrong with that, you know, given the content and time. But when I see that sometimes and it just makes me like wonder, like, <laughs> where are they coming from? What's going on? And um, how can we not, how, how can we become team players? Mm -hmm. um, especially, and I'm, I'm pertaining to a situation in my corporate job where, you know, I've come across people who are just thinking of themselves. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's a trigger for me because I'm always thinking of the other. And then goes back, I, I go back to that, like, maybe I shouldn't be thinking of myself. Maybe they have it right. And, or, you know, <laughs> yes. why does yeah. this bother me so much? And how do I like understand this dynamic? And, you know, to answer your second question, I feel that what gets me through, what gets me out of that is my curiosity for humanity is my, yes. you know, I've always thought that if I didn't go into acting or healing, that I would have been a psychologist or studied the mind or some sort of anthropologist because I am so um, intrigued by how people think and how they react. Mm -hmm. And so I always go back to that reflection of like, hmm, what's going on in their world? 
What's their upbringing like? What is happening that they're reacting the way they do? And why am I triggered by that? What happened in my life? And of course, I have to go back to my amazing coaches and my guides. You know, I always go into prayer or meditation mode. Um, whenever something doesn't sit right with me, it's, I always ask the question, what's going on here? Mm. And when, you know, when you ask, you get, you receive. So I always get some sort of, um, I don't, I wouldn't say solution, but at least some sort of ease that I can be able to deal with, with the triggers that happen in my life. Yes, 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 yes. And it's so interesting because the next question I was going to ask, I feel like you answered as you already kind of answered, but maybe there's another, another kind of, um, trigger (laughs) you want to bring out because we can have so many, but the, yeah, the next question was if you look at the world, like more of the global picture and in an interesting way, I I almost want to ask when you look at it through either the news or social media, right? Where Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we, we see so many things we're not seeing just within our home or within our community. We're seeing within like the global community. So Again, I'm guessing, you know, knowing you again, seeing that what you're seeing in, let's say, an office situation, when you also see that, right, like happening at a on a government level, right, or across the world, like it, I'm guessing it triggers you, right? No matter how small or big, you mm-hmm. you have that trigger. But I'm curious, is there anything else? And again, we're talking about this for to be honest about it, right? Like, mm-hmm. but also to them be like, wait, but how do we, again, because you are a person who actively practices coming back to love, which again is a practice, right? A daily, sometimes minute by minute, right? Like (laughs) practice. But yeah, I'm curious about, is there a trigger, especially thinking of like, if you look at the news or like you go on Instagram, what is the thing that just like knocks the wind out of you or makes you almost like sick to your stomach? And then how do you come back to love and see that situation move forward in that situation, be a part of the healing, you know what I mean? Versus like fueling the the rage or the problem. Um, that's a good one. <laughs> you know, injustices of all kind trigger me. Um, just living in a, a world right now where we, because of social media, because of what we have access to, we get to see the inequality and the yeah. injustices that are going around in our country, as well as across the world, across the globe. And, you know, I do believe in duality. I believe that, you know, there's good and there's bad. And one wouldn't exist without the other. And we learn from, from you know, the, the dark, you know, we bring in the light and it goes back to, I don't know if we mentioned this, but something that I've been studying, which is the shadow. And that's what makes me more compassionate and more loving and more forgiving towards others is understanding the shadow, you know, understanding all the chaos and the injustices in the world. And sometimes I can't, I can't understand it. And I try not to listen to the news because I don't want to be bogged down by all the the, the things that are occurring, right, that we mm-hmm. don't have control over. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I go back to love, as you mentioned, and also 
how what I can contribute to it. Yes. And sometimes it's not a a very, you know, like tangible action, but sometimes it's spreading love out into the world, spreading that light out into the darkness, you know, um, accepting my darkness so that I can see someone who would do something very, I don't want to say evil, but something that would be considered dark in a way that it's compassionate. So not, not to condone it or excuse it or, you know, Mm -hmm. but in order to rise above it, to alchemize it, to transform it, to transmute it, to change it, Mm -hmm. to see, because if we can see, you know, and accept our darkness, then maybe someone who is in the dark can see some light. Yes. Can we see some love? Yes. Ooh. Ooh. I have not thought of it like that. Ooh. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Cause I, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I mean, and and I, I don't really think of it like that at, mm-hmm. as well. It's just sometimes I do wonder what our purpose here in life is and why there is so much chaos and why there are so much just just bad things happening to good people, right? Or yeah. vice versa. And and so I, I do believe in duality. I do believe that, you know, one exists with the other and, and one couldn't exist without the other. And there's a reason for both. So why can't we not accept both and kind of like continue to heal and alchemize and transform and raise our vibrations? Yeah, and so, a lot of that has to do with just connecting to my higher self and to spirit and to listening, to just mm-hmm. receiving whatever messages yeah. come my way and, and how to show up. When you, uh, and, yeah, and I, oh my gosh, I love that. And I think that that thing you said and you said, you don't, that's not like what you go around. It's not one of maybe your principles, right? Or your deep truths. Or, but th- the thing that you said that, again, if we can have the courage to look at our shadow, it connects to what you said earlier about curiosity, right? Being one of one of the most, I think, Im- important um, practices, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but there's something, yeah, that I don't know why that like really struck me that if if we can do that and have a new experience, then someone else can do that and have a new experience, right? Like it's yes. just, it's it's that possibility piece. Yeah, it's um, possibility and it's hope. Yes, it's um, hope. It's yes. Ho- holding that hope for someone else so that they may be able to see it, yes. you know, that they may be able to change. They're, you know, sometimes we do things and... And I believe in second chances. I believe that there are people who who do the wrong things, bad judgment calls, and then they get the opportunity to learn, and then yeah. they need the opportunity to atone for that. Yeah. And sometimes we're not we're not so quick to give someone a second chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like with hope, hope keeps us alive. Hope yeah. keeps us marching forward to believe that there is something better to achieve you know the the equality that you know our ancestors and our family have always hoped for i i I do think that there is a possibility whether we see it in our lifetime or not i'm not sure of that but i do know that i just find sometimes my belief is that if i didn't feel it and i didn't see it if i didn't know it then it wouldn't exist, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just being, knowing that I am living and breathing, I know that I have a purpose. 
Yes. Yes. And it's interesting. I had a friend the other day, you know, it was a week as many of these weeks have been right? where, where it feels like every day there's something that just is so, again, coming from such a, a fear-based place, right? Such a place where, and, and I, I was talking with a friend and she was like, how can you, how can you feel hope right now? And I was like, I don't have a choice. Like I'm literally not giving myself a choice. And that doesn't mean that I have hope every second. I don't, but what my commitment, it's similar to, to love, right? Or coming Mm -hmm. back to that place of compassion is like my commitment as a human being, which I think really aligns with my spirit and knowing your spirit. I think it's very aligned with your spirit is like this commitment to come back, right? This commitment to always, it's like that home base because if, I mean, we know those moments, right? Where the hope leaves and I, it's unbearable. It feels unbearable to me, yeah. right? And again, it is part of the contrast. I think it's so important, like you were saying, to embrace that, to know we have it, to spend time in it, to dance from it or write from it or cry from it, right? Like, but if I go there and stay there. I don't have energy for life, right? Like I don't. And again, I think this is why we connect so much too, because like, anyway, we're so unique, of course, but we have a lot of similarities in that having that dance. But if the hope, yeah, I just go back to that conversation. I was like, I, I don't want to do it if there's not hope. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, and that's an indicator. Sometimes I get, you know, I'm like, oh, it's because you're just too weak. Do you know what I mean? Like that's my ego being like, and it's like, no, I think it's because hope is is a part of my essence, right? It's a part of my soul. It's a part of, like you said, there's a reason we're here. And it's not just to be hopeless and complain about how awful people are, right? right. Like, and so there's something about like, it's a resonance of like, we... And I'm curious, and you know, I like when we talk to different people, I don't know if hope, I think hope is a one for so many people. Other people have different ones, right? Like different mm-hmm. values or different essences that if they leave for too long, they don't feel like themselves anymore, right? And I go in, I feel like that maybe again, a divine part of our programming, right? Of our essence, of our soul, of our, our, so yes, absolutely yeah. for, absolutely for hope. Okay. So I wanted to, like, we could have like 10, <laughs> I could have like 10, <laughs> 10 podcast episodes with, if we went down different paths with what I'm about to talk to you about, <laughs> because again, knowing you, you Again, you're like a student of life. You're a teacher. You're a guide. You're a healer. You're an intuitive. You're a daughter. You're like, you're so many things, right? And, but one of the things about you is like, you, you always are, again, studying. And then I feel like asking the divine, how do I use this, right? To be of service in this world. And so then you're teaching and you're, you're, it's all at the same time, too, right? So again, you do, you do Reiki and you do crystal healing and you do breath work and you teach <laughs> femme movement and you do intuitive readings and on and on and on, right? And I was curious, and actually you in this moment can pick a different one, but I was going to ask you about the breath work practice. Mm. Like, and again, you could be like, actually, I want to talk about Reiki, right? <laughs> or I want to talk about crystal healing, right? Um, but I was just curious about that practice, kind of how it works, um, like who, like who it's for. And 
like, again, how it brings you back to the energy of love. And maybe we, for the, for the, this talk, we umbrella love with hope and curiosity and possible, right? Like it's like all the different kinds of love, but how it brings you or brings people who practice the breathwork back to that place of, of being connected to their light, their soul, their heart. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And thank you. Yes. I could talk about so many modalities, but recently it's so, so interesting. You picked up, um, focus on breath work because I feel like that's been like, I do go with the flow. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I show up where I need to show up. And then I, I, I listen, I definitely do listen to my higher self, to the divine, to my guides. And breath work has been one of those modalities that just people have been wanting more of. And what I find so amazing about it, um, first of all, there are so many techniques. There are so many techniques. And I do believe it's for everyone, but you should always check with your doctor, especially if you have any ailments, um, any heart issues, any um, uh, breathing issues, lung issues. Um, If you're pregnant, definitely check with the doctor before you know, doing any type of breath work. Um, but what I, I love about it is that, I mean, the breath is everything. Mm-hmm. It is everything. We need to breathe to, to be alive, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, the breath slows us down. The breath keeps us present. And the breath is healing. And, you know, I have... I've gone on many journeys and I've done um, plant medicine and I've done shamanic journeys and I've, I've done many different and used many different modalities. And one of the ones, um, one of the things that I've realized with breath work was that all you need is your body, your breath, your soul, Mm -hmm. and that it can take you where many of the other modalities um, can also take you, but at a quicker rate. And it's, personal and it's you yourself and nothing else is needed with breath work yes you may need a facilitator but this is something you can do on your own and it's just one of the most amazing ways to heal your body to heal yourself and what I love about revelation breath work which is one of the techniques that I use is that it's it's done through music which is Mm -hmm. another love of mine you know there's something about vibration and sound and we all know this you know if we listen to certain um vibrational music it immediately uplifts us and just listening to music transforms us and transcends us transcends us into a different reality realm or place and when we allow the breath to take us wherever we need to go when we can really surrender be willing to open and surrender and just receive the breath wherever it needs to go, wherever it needs to take us. It could be taking us into a spiritual journey, a physical journey. Maybe it's it's healing an area in your body that's always needed attention, but you didn't know and you didn't focus on it. It could be an emotional block that you have hidden and stored in some cell, some pocket, in some DNA of your body. It could be mental you know you're just feeling sad or you're feeling overwhelmed and you just need the relaxation the breath work will take you there using your breath listening to your breath will take you wherever it needs to go because your body's super intuitive Mm 
And a lot of times we need to also just drop out of our heads and into our body because we're thinking all the time. And so breath work really allows you to be present in your body. And I'm always astonished, always amazed as, as to how the breath work takes every individual who does this where they need to go, where they need to be, what they need to receive. And it's so organic and it's so, it's different every time. So I'm, I've just fallen in love with it. I really do think that it's healing and it's so simple. It's so simple. Uh, I love how you describe, it's funny because I feel like I took classes with you before I had heard you describe what it was, you know, you, you, know, you get yeah. those hits where you're like, oh, this is for me. And again, because I feel so safe with you, if you have something and I feel called, it's like, I don't even, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. But mm-hmm. hearing you talk about it. Oh yeah. It's just, and, and the, I will say too, and in a minute, I want you just to share if there's like a link or a place again that if people were called to it or wanted to reach out to you or again you were offering classes you, you have many different like ways that you share and you support um but one of the things when I took the class um and again it was a virtual which is amazing like I'm in Maine you're in New York right yes. and mm-hmm. is the music was so profound for right it and it was so helpful like it just again I won't talk specifics because I know everyone will have their own experience but the music was just it made it the, an experience I had been craving that I didn't even know I was craving you know that mm. feeling like yeah. um and I will say I'm thinking about I did it one week and then I did it a week later and you're right they were completely different experiences because I was in different places right and yeah. needed different things and I I'm really looking forward to doing it more. Um, again, it just it feels like it takes me places that other practices um, haven't taken me. Or again, like you said, just in a different way. It's like a compliment to so much of the other work we do, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. And it's so, and I'm sorry to interrupt. I just no, want to say it's just so like, it's a gift, you know, yes. just we breathe right now. We're breathing. And so to be focused on your breath and and not only like focus like, hey, I'm breathing out, but to breathe intentionally and allow the breath to be your guide. I mean, it blows my mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder how many people are breathing differently as you're saying that because I just started breathing. Yeah. <laughs> the minute you start talking about it. Like I just like slowing down my breath. Um, if if people want to learn more about the revelation breathwork that you facilitate or your other things you facilitate is there what's the best way for them to connect yes, and they can I, always well, reach out to me but too yes absolutely um thank you um well on all my social media handlers i am i am at caliente soul expressions with an s at the end and my website is calientecreatrix.com so you can find me on my website. You can follow me on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube at Caliente Soul Expressions. Yeah, thank you. And also if if anyone's listening to this and um, yeah, they can reach out. They can reach out to me and I can connect too. Like if, if someone's driving around for a walk and they can't write it down. <laughs> what is that? Um, and I know it's yeah. so long to spell. <laughs> uh, no, oh my gosh, no, it's perfect. Um, 
Okay. Going back, we have a few more questions. Um, I'm actually, yeah, I'm really curious about this one. Um, I was, this one reminds me, Mercedes, of like, I feel like every time we talk one way or the other, one of us is saying, I already know this, but I can't <laughs> believe I, like, it's li- literally like every reminder, <laughs> right? It's like these reminders all the time, like, oh, I get to be compassionate. I get to be human. That's why I loved when you were talking about your, this chapter you're in with your mom. And again, the invitation to, you can't just have compassion for her if you're not practicing compassion with yourself, right? Yeah. And it's like we get these invitations that are so layered in offering and in opportunity in growth, you know? So, but I'm curious again, because this is you and I, like forevermore, I think we'll be, <laughs> connect, we'll be 85. We'll be like, oh my gosh, yes. it's coming up again. I forgot. I've dealt with this one million times. I'm curious about one part of your humanity or your ego identity. We, we talk about ego is like just the fear-based part of the mind or a shadow part of you that feels like it comes back up, you work on it, it go, then it comes back up, you push it away, it comes back up. Like, what is a part of your humanity or your shadow or ego that you feel like just continues to cycle back up for learning as much as you may not want it to? Yeah. And as much as I do not want to admit it at this moment, I know, I, I know, say, I know. I have- I'm going to out myself because we all experience this and it's totally okay. But I have that abandonment wound. You know, I have mm-hmm. that um, no one will ever like me. Um, I'm not enough. Um, if I show who I truly am, people will leave me. And so, you know, I've I've been working on it. As you mentioned, we'll always we'll be working on on our little shadows and egos and little childhood wounds, but I feel that sometimes when I'm doing something big or I'm about to share something, that that ego thought comes back and it's like, will I be liked? Mm-hmm. Will people, you know, stop following me, let's say, that abandonment issue? Um, do people truly love me for me? Mm-hmm. And the truth is, I know I love myself. and And that's what my little... I say little, but that's what my my ego and my wound has taught me is that yes, I at some point in my life I learned that and I got that message, but that's not my truth. I am light and I love myself. I've learned to love myself unconditionally. So I acknowledge when it comes up and yeah. again I have people like you that I could say, remind me again. <laughs> um and it's it doesn't have as strong of a hold as it used to. But yeah, it, it still comes up at times. And, mm-hmm. you know, I I have to sit sometimes with my guides or, or sit with my loved ones and and just remember that I am loved and I'm not abandoned. And I, I'm here for myself. Yeah. And I'm here for others. And others are here for me as well. What is, and again, I, I'm imagining... I mean, gosh, almost everyone listening to this, right? Having a version. I know we all have a variety, but that, again, the the deep fear of abandonment. And when we feel it, right? It's even though logically we're like, this isn't, it, it we feel like it's real, right? Or, yeah. but I, I so appreciate you too, attaching it to the, the I am not enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that piece as well. And 
And in a, in a minute, I want to talk a bit more about the gift of it. Because again, that's the dance you've been in. I feel like, and even what you just talked about is, is like, oh, this is what it is. Oh, it's it's tough. Oh, it's this. But here's the here's the gift without ignoring it, right? It's like going deeper into the pain to to gather the gift, right? And mm. when that comes up, first of all, where do you feel it? Do you like physically feel it in your body? Or does it start like a mental, like how do you know just physically, sensation-wise, when you're feeling that? You know, it's taken me a while to really decipher this, but I realize that I, I get it in my solar plexus. Mm-hmm. Where it feels like a weakness, like a, a pit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and that, and that chakra is all about our willpower and, and our childhood wounds and how we show up yeah. um, and our confidence. And I realize that when I, when I do feel like, it kind of feels like even like a little tummy ache. Mm-hmm. I Sometimes I have to check in. Is it an actual tummy ache or am I something's coming up or am I being reminded that I am good enough? Mm-hmm. Um, and I listen to that more and more now. I have to say that even, even now I'm like, oh, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and and when I, I I can identify, it's like when you give something name, a name, or you can pinpoint what it is, kind of no longer has a a hold on you, and the next thing you know, you're like, oh, what what feeling that went away as yeah. quickly as it came. Yeah. Um, yes. Because you were saying um, that I also thought I'm realizing, you know. We're all reflections of one another. We mirror one another. And those moments where I have like an abandonment issue or the ego shows up, then I have amazing people in my life to reflect back to me how amazing I am. And I'm grateful for that, whether it's my clients who have gone, who are now going through the same issues. Because I also believe that we we experience and we heal from that, which we will then help others mm-hmm. kind of heal on their journey. Um, yeah. There's a reason why we experience what we experience. So then later on we have some wisdom or some knowledge or some guidance for others going through the same things. Yeah. And so when I see that reflected back at me, I realize, Oh, you know, this is a teachable moment or, Hey, that's just me being human. That's what I picked when I came into this this life. You know, I was gonna feel that. Okay, thank you. I felt it. Let it let's let it go now. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm grateful that I'm becoming much more aware of my body and much more aware of the sensation, the feelings, and the people in my life who I've chose to surround myself with, who reflect the light and the love that I am back at me. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Why do you uh, why do you think it's so or feel it's so hard? You know how we could see in in each other? Again, I can look at you and like see your value, see your worth, see you through that lens. And then with myself, I'm like, again, why I'm just curious like wh- yeah, like why do you feel like we could see the the loving truth of other people? easier or like more frequently than we can for ourselves? Oh, 
That's a good question. I think, you know, I think of like when we're driving, you know, we all have that blind spot that we can't see. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so, I mean, I think that's one of the gifts of being in community and being a collective, you know, whole with other people that we're we're not in this. It's a reminder we're not in this alone. Yes. And we need our helping hands. And I think that if we could see that, if we could heal ourselves or we could fix everything, not because we can't heal ourselves, but if we could fix everything about ourselves on our own, we wouldn't need each other. Mm, True. So Mm -hmm. I think that's just, you know, another way that we, another gift on why we connect with each other and others and, and, um, we're, we're here. <laughs> I feel like yeah. there's a reason yeah. why we're all here. Um, and that's why it's important to have unity and to work with each other because we are a whole. I mean, we're individuals and we're all going through our own individual paths, but initially we're all part of the same big, you know, whatever you want to call it, universe, uh, whatever, you know, consciousness, we're all a part of that. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Oh, it's a, it's such a, it's so refreshing to hear too. And again, be reminded. Be like, reminded. Yeah. I forget. I for, oh, every day. <laughs> I was relieving each other voicemail. I was being like, I may have left this last week. <laughs> um, one other question that's just popping out, and then I'm going to ask you kind of like my last favorite question. Um, but th- again, because of, uh, you know, so much of what we talked about today and looking at the things, the injustices in the world, right? Or feeling these shadows within ourselves, or, right? The like, the, the, the challenge, the contrast of life. And as you were saying that, like, is part of the stepping stone to the expansion, to the learning, to the why we're actually here, to the bigger. So all of that being on the table. And one of the things I've just been feeling more and more is like this, not only necessity for hope, but necessity for enjoyment and Mm -hmm. beauty Mm -hmm. and appreciation. And I'm just curious, like at this moment, like in your in your life, in your day-to-day life, like what, and I don't know why I'm called to enjoyment at this moment, like in the midst of all of this, but Mm -hmm. like, yeah, what brings you the most enjoyment or what do you go to, to feel enjoyment in the midst of all of our humanity? (laughs) Great question. And and I love that you, you, you bring that in because when we were talking about hope earlier, I wanted to say that for me, hope is almost the same as joy as enjoyment, Mm, you know? And I think that one, it's a high vibration, um, feeling, emotion, state. Um, And when we're in our joy, which is our birthright, when we're enjoying ourselves, it's contagious. It brings us higher. It uplifts us. I mean, who wouldn't want to experience that? It's such a great feeling and it's expansive and it opens our heart more. And it, and if we're opening our heart more, guess what? We're loving more. And if we're mm. loving more, we're not so pissed off that someone just cut <laughs> us off and we want to like rage. Yeah. So, you know, I, and I think of our ancestors too, right? You know, or anyone suffering, what kept them together or what kept them going 
is hope and joy, I think. I mean, my opinion, my personal opinion, because I think that if someone who's living so much chaos or going through such a hard time, what would keep them alive would be some little sense or little like nugget of joy. Mm. And so I, I do, I'm, you know, the more I, I, I get to experience life and grow and, um, wow, I even get emotional at this, the more I get to be a part of the lessons that I've, I've came here, I've come here to, to choose and to experience, the more I realize how important it is to be in joy, how vital it is to find it, to experience it, even if it's just a little inkling of it and how uplifting it is and, and how we can spread that to others you know, and I know there's a lot of people suffering right now. And, but I, I just think it's, it's one of those little gifts that if we could just spread a little bit of joy to someone, it would go a long way. You know, what's so interesting is when I just asked you that, I was thinking of enjoyment mm. and I wasn't connecting it to joy. Mm. And I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful for your answer and for your share because I've, I don't know why my mind puts enjoyment, like isn't enjoyment being like enjoy, right? Yeah. It's like the the verb of joy, like the experience of joy. And how, again, I think it's an old ego that I, when I think of joy, I think of like, you know, we, you were at Lauren and my, our wedding, like I think of jumping. Mm. And again, joy, I'm reminded over and over again of the simplicity, the soft, how joy comes in as many frequencies, as many flavors, right? As everything else. And I just, you and I both like love our cats, right? <laughs> right? Yes. And I just had this moment of like me with my, with, with a little one and you with Metatron and like, and a moment of petting the cat and feeling enjoyment is a version of joy, right? Yeah. Like, and it's, so, I don't know, anything else you want to say about that? Because again, I'm like, oh, I, I'm just really so grateful for that. Like, I think that's something I, I want to yeah, like connect more. That enjoyment is joy. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, I love, I love that because I was going to say for a second, well, what is enjoyment for you? But, um, <laughs> you, just, <Now> you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love that. I mean, how we can equate many different things to it, but ultimately, yeah, I think it is being in joy and yeah. What, is enjoyment to you. I mean, it's going to be different for each one of us, but even you in the way you said the word enjoyment, I can feel the, the, Oh yeah. Like being with your cat and yeah. Being with my cat and, and just having a moment to ourselves, anything that allows me to just be. Yes. Yeah. That's be. It's because as you just said, enjoyment, I immediately imagined like the ocean breeze on my face. <laughs> to me, there's like nothing better like that. And we're both, well, I should, as a complete side note, you're the only person I've ever met where we have the same sun yes. sign, rising sign <laughs> and moon sign. So we're both Pisces sun, so oh, water. But there's, again, as you just said, enjoyment, Again, the simplicity of the beingness of the moment, of receiving the moment. Like, and yeah, anything else for you that's, again, I think of like the ocean 
breeze. Mm. I feel like the birds sing. For me, it's very nature-based. It's very, um, and of course, there are moments of like reuniting with someone or having a connection moment. Yes. Like, but yeah, any other like moments of enjoyment that for you that feel really simple almost to the mind that's like it has to, you know, all the ego stuff. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Well, what I mean, else all, you feel? all the ones you've mentioned, and it's so funny. Yes. Being a Pisces, I would have thought being in the ocean, which I do love the ocean. I love nature. I love water. But I have to say one of the moments or the memories that keeps coming up to me is being in the mountains of Peru. Mm. And I think it was because it brought me so much enjoyment because I was just a little speck of the whole. Mm -hmm. And I was there with the Quechuan tribe and they live in love all the time. Like it's like divine masculine energy, divine feminine energy. It's beautiful. But I remember being there in, in the mountains, you know, just with our water bottles and our hiking gear, nothing else, not even our cell phones. And just being, just being, as you mentioned, just in this place, far away from the hustle and the bustle and the got to do this, got to do that, just in the middle of nowhere and just feeling so connected to the whole, so connected to everyone, so in love with mm-hmm. everyone and everything and myself. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, I always go to that as my big moment of enjoyment, but mm-hmm. as a simple just like go to for enjoyment is just relaxing in in my bed on my bed like yeah. I'm such a yes. Pisces that way like I love to sleep I love to dream I love to imagine I love to create so just having a moment to just be and lay, lie down on my bed and just take a load off mm. like yes that's just a simple one that I go to and go too often. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love With it. With my kitty by my side, of course. Oh my, and I love that the, again here now is the inspiration to for whoever wants to is called to, to go to Peru. With that moment, I love when you said I was in the middle of nowhere and I was connected to everyone. Yeah. And it's like that to me. So that, and yeah, and also then we kind of kind of swing the other way to wherever someone may sleep, right? Like that that gets to be a moment of enjoyment as well, right? Like I love, I love that. Oh, so this is, first of all, I'm going to go into the last question. I've just loved this. I just am so grateful. I already, I can't wait to listen back and, and listen again to your words, to your, because it, it, there's so many moments and I'm guessing people listening will have their own dance with this, but these pings of like, mm-hmm. oh, right. Or these, I don't know, it feels like rain on a really hot day, right? Or like, <laughs> or like a nutrient you've been, like, it's that, it's that reminder. There's so many moments on this call where I just felt like you really just spoke such loving truth. Um, and I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. You make it so easy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My last question is, and what I love about this question too, is it could change in 10 minutes, right? (laughs) um, But my last question is just at, at this moment, just from right where you're sitting, like where is love calling you now and next? Good question. Well, from this moment, and you're so right that it can change from moment to moment, second to second. 
Now it's still calling me, calling me to be here with my family who I know need me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also calling me on a deeper level to continue to do the work that I'm doing and hopefully reach whoever needs to hear what I have to offer, what I have to share. As I mentioned earlier, you know, I am an actress as well as a as a healer, but I like to say more of a facilitator of healing because I do believe that we can all heal ourselves and I'm not actually healing anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of guiding and showing you the way to, you know, use whatever you need to use to make your life a better life while you're here, you know, mm-hmm. to hopefully change the world in a way that will benefit everyone on this planet and um how that will show or come about i'm always leaving it up to the divine Mm -hmm. but yeah that's right now how i feel i'm being called to love it's just to show up to continue to do the work and continue to pray and meditate and work with spirit in whatever way spirit wants to work with me and and to be here for my loved ones because i know that um they, we all bet I benefit from being with them as well as they benefit from being with me. And all with moments when then you're enjoying your bed and your cat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything you didn't get to say just before we close? Anything you want to just to share or feel like you wanted to say out loud? Um, Is there anything I wanted to share? No, nothing in particular, just that, you know, I, I hope that what we share, what you're doing is just continuing to spread the love and the inspiration. And, you know, one of my goals or my passion or whatever uh, my mission statement is that I want to be an inspiration to others so they can continue to inspire and shine their light. Um, But I just, you know, if we could all shine our light, imagine how bright we would all be. And, um, and also to, to love and honor our darkness because it's yeah. part of who we are. And some of us, we want to bypass that because it's just easier. And sometimes we have to go through it and accept those parts of us that we don't want to see, we don't want to, you know, equate with or, or acknowledge because we just think they're so horrible or nasty or dirty. But it's who we are. And, and when we can find love and compassion, forgiveness for those sides of ourselves that we don't like, then we can find compassion, forgiveness, and love for everyone else. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, thank you so much oh, for thank you. you being in my life, but also being <laughs> the first person on the podcast who doesn't live in my house. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> So we're expanding Mercedes. That's amazing. (laughs) Oh no, I'm so grateful for your for your time, for your energy, for your heart, for your listening, for being just open to this, you know, and for just like sharing who you are in this world. You are such an inspiration to me, and it absolutely ripples. It absolutely ripples. And you are one to me too. Like seriously, just a true light, and and I love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And for you listening, thank you for being here with us for this conversation. And if there are any questions or thoughts or things you want to be in touch with, um, you can always email the love says podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to connect with Mercedes, you can Mercedes one more time, just the website address if someone wants to connect. So it's caliente creatrix with an X. 
com. Yeah. So I wish us all just moments of enjoyment, whether they're in our bed or in Peru or anywhere in between, <laughs> <laughs> and moments of compassion coming back to love um, for all of us while we're embracing our humanity and our shadow. And Mercedes, you are, yeah, you're just one of the people who continue to support me, remind me, inspire me, and I am so grateful to be doing this life human thing with you. Ditto, my love. Ditto. Okay. I appreciate you and thank you for the reminders. <laughs> thank you for the reminders. <laughs> okay, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode. So much love to you. And bye for now. Bye.